Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Athletes Unfiltered. What the hell's going on here? I, I literally told him, I was like, you're in high school. And then he's like, no, I'm not in high school. Like, you, you, you f***ing idiot. You know? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, jeez, this, this guy's definitely not coming here now. <laughs> the podcast made by the athlete for the fans. Kind of the main difference is that we're just pouring our hearts and souls into the sport. And I know our guys want to win. And that's what, what hurt in that moment and what I had to kind of overcome and and come to the realization, you know, this is what I signed up for. Now here are your hosts, Adrian Martinez and Jeff Ekstrom. Whether you are driving the car, doing homework, whatever you like to do while listening to podcasts, welcome in to episode number five of Athletes Unfiltered. As always, I'm Jeff Ekstrom along with my co-host Adrian Martinez. Adrian, how's it going? It's going good. Um, happy to be here. Happy to continue putting out episodes and a lot of really good feedback. I think our last episode with JoJo and Brock was awesome, and um, it's only going to go up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of really good support and feedback from everybody. It was really cool to see everyone really enjoy, and especially the thoughts and the behind the scenes and everything that those guys have experienced. A hundred percent. I think they both had some really insightful stories to share and um, we probably didn't even get all of it. So maybe somewhere down the road we can Mm -hmm. bring them back. Yeah. Well, we have a great episode ahead. Damian Daniels and Ty Robinson will join us soon enough. But first, we'd like to start out with a little intro segment. And why don't we talk about NIL, Adrian? I mean, obviously it was a factor in – creating this podcast um, and just now it's legal NCAA banished all the restrictions on that and obviously I think that's a good thing for everybody yeah I would definitely agree it's it's awesome just having the opportunity to kind of explore whatever business um, you know kind of business ideas you have Mm -hmm. whatever dreams whether it's like some of my teammates are starting clothing things some of them are doing deals with um honest Abe's, mm-hmm. you know, little things like that. It's, it's just awesome. Awesome to see. And for me personally, it's been a really cool experience. I've gotten to already work and meet a ton of new people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm excited for what's in store. I feel like I've, I've had the, the blessing to be able to get some offers early on mm-hmm. and get some deals that I've been able to work with, um, that I'm thankful for. So excited for what's to come and excited for what I'm currently doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously, no secret, you've already posted about it, some deals you've already had. Now, did maybe people want to get a little behind the scenes of how that worked. Did they reach out to you? Was it through Open Doors? Uh, how'd that go? Yeah, so the the main one, the big one, the degree mm-hmm. um, partnership, um, really, really excited about that. And honestly, I think I got really lucky um, because they chose 14 people yeah. to – take part in it um at least initially and it happened through open doors Mm -hmm. so i had no previous contact no previous you know i had no idea i was going to get that deal and it just popped up in open doors and i was like wow this is awesome Mm -hmm. you know really really cool um opportunity and i would say for now most things are happening through open doors i think some companies and especially some local companies around nebraska are kind of figuring out what name image likeness looks like how it's going to benefit their company and their brand and how we are going to be kind of fit in that picture how we're going to fit so 
Um, there are some interactions outside of open doors, but those are kind of hard to navigate. Yeah. And you're not necessarily sure, you know, what your price is, what, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not easy, and there's not a ton of guidelines right now. No. It's a pretty open landscape. The Wild West right now at the it moment. It is the Wild Wild West at the moment. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And I think the big thing right now is just enjoying the opportunity that we mm-hmm. have that so many previous athletes never got. Mm-hmm. And we don't mean to do a self-plug here, but we are looking for sponsors. We are. We are definitely looking for sponsors mm-hmm. and uh, open to, to anything. And that's super exciting, the fact that we're able to do that mm-hmm. now and, um, you know, see if we can plug some, some local places. Oh, yeah. Or, or national ones, you know, you never, never oh, yeah. count it Open out. Open anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to DM us if uh, any opportunities you'd like to team up. But what also I think is interesting, too, with NIL Pass now, you're seeing past players like, I'll say, Reggie Bush and um, others just wanting their stuff to be reinstated, like Reggie Bush for the Heisman. That got taken away because he took benefits or whatnot. Yeah, um, and it's interesting to see that too. Those guys coming out and saying, "Hey, we want our we want our stuff back." Yeah, and I feel like in the case, especially with Reggie Bush, he was by far the best player in college football. Oh, it wasn't close. I think he deserves his Heisman. Yeah, back. Es- especially with what we have currently going on. I mean, imagine how much Reggie Bush could have made outside yeah. of whatever. He made that he wasn't supposed to make, but in today's game, what he could have made yeah, as a player he is, you know, like, it's only right to give him back that Heisman. He earned it, went on to have a great NFL yeah. career, but that's part of his life story, and yeah. I think he deserves it. Um, come back to him, and I think for the university, I, I think he wasn't allowed to be on the USC campus. Like, wow. Little things like that, I mean. It's it's life altering. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, whatever instances are like that around the country, guys can finally come back to their alma maters. Guys can enjoy. You know, I think Michigan had like with their Fab Five teams. Oh, they have something. You know, like they might have an entire. You know, there was something like that. But there are tons of cases out there yeah. where, um, you know, fluky or not, we're kind of starting a new era. Yeah, and. The players from the past deserve to be in on it and deserve to, you know, all right, maybe get a little bit of redemption. Yeah. And it's also cool to think, too, that or at least imagine, like, what players back, like, who's graduated now, how much they would have made if NIL was, like, in effect. Oh, yeah, like guys like Johnny Manziel. That, that's the first guy that comes to my mind. He would have made oh, a boatload. He, he would have. There's no doubt about it, you know, especially in his kind of fandom. I mean, Tim Tebow. Yeah. And who knows what he would have done with that. But. There are tons of guys, tons of examples, and I know there's also guys out there who could have really benefited from it. Yeah, um, guys who weren't in the best situations uh, financially with their family, whatever. Yeah. That this could be a real boost to them and could really help them, and as well as connect them to people who will help them post football, post whatever collegiate sport. Um, maybe help them set them up with a job. You know, yeah. you, you never know what connections can get you, and now student-athletes kind of finally have that yeah. capability to kind of go outside of their mm-hmm. their circle of just athletes and these rules that you, you have to follow. Yeah, because yeah, you have you have guys who are great college players, but just you know they aren't going to be built for the next level. And so NIL just really opens, opens those opportunities for those guys to start something, and then when they finally graduate, they can just ride that into whatever they want it to. Definitely. They get to maximize um, their window. You know, everyone's window is a little bit different, and some guys, that window gets to happen in the NFL, and some guys it happens in college. And now student-athletes are finally able to capitalize on that. So um, really exciting stuff. Awesome to have that type of opportunity. I'm really excited to see what other guys on my team, other guys Mm -hmm. around the country are are doing. You know, there's tons of stuff. I mean, it's it's all out there right now. I mean, whether it's clothing, I mean, teaming up with huge companies, it's, it's pretty cool to be a part of. Yeah, it certainly is a new era in college athletics, and it's going to be exciting to see where that goes. Don't go away. We have Damian Daniels and Ty Robinson coming up next, Episode 5 of Athletes Unfiltered. Stay tuned.
like all the workers at McDonald's probably say to Austin Allen, welcome back. We're here. Athletes Unfiltered, episode number five. And we have two units joining us here today. Units. Damien Daniels and Ty Robinson in the studio. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Gosh, look at these two dudes. Were you a bit shocked by their size when you first met them? Or I know you, you met Travis and Austin, so you've gotten to kind of see the size of some of these guys. I'm just used to it. It's funny. When I go back home and I hang out with my buddies, I'm like, I'm actually not like a small guy. But I feel like a small guy in the locker room. You just get used to hanging out around all these big dudes. When did you guys, did you guys hit growth spurts at different times? Have you always been the biggest kids? Like, What was that like? Mm, I think I hit my growth spurt probably – Going to middle school, really. I, I wasn't always the biggest guy. No? Yeah. You play so. running back? You're always on the line? No, nah, I play. I started off at linebacker, actually. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh. Yeah, I was at linebacker, and then, uh, you know, I, my weight kept going up. And I kept, <laughs> kept getting bigger and taller and everything. Yeah. So uh, I ended up playing D-line, starting off middle school and everything. Uh, and ever since then, I've never looked back, really. Mm. Mm. You know, it's different for me. I've always been the biggest, I think. Uh, eighth grade year, I was six foot uh, going into high school, and then after that, it just grew another five inches and then stopped growing. So, stop growing, poor you, man. Fucking six five. Oh gosh, my my dad told me to stop saying the f bomb. We can cuss on here; it's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> for the kids back home, sorry, Dad. I'm family friendly. I'll dial back a little bit. Yeah, family friendly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, let's start with you, Double D. By the way, Damien has lots of nicknames. Yeah. Don't call him Snacks if you don't know him. Yep. It's Double D, Damien, Boogie, Boogie, yep. Yep. D Boogie. Yeah, just don't disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your recruiting process like? What led you to Nebraska? And did you think about going somewhere else? Did you take other official visits? What was that like? Uh, yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, I chose Nebraska over LSU, uh, Colorado, uh, University of Florida. And just something that kind of just – really separating Nebraska from everybody else, it had to be the atmosphere, mm. football atmosphere. I didn't get to take my official visit to LSU or Florida. Um, but it was just a, it was just real big here. You know, when I stepped on, first off, I st- stepped off the plane. It was like a lot of news channels there. Mm. And they just interviewed me right there, right when I got off the plane. And I'm like. Really? Yeah, and I was like in shock. I didn't get that treatment. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then starting out coming in uh driving from omaha i'm just looking like man it's nothing out here and then <laughs> we come into lincoln and then it's kind of nice you just see red everywhere yeah and then the game yeah. day yep. yeah that's yep. awesome and then everything just went it was just great from uh, then on like coaches and it's really like a family environment i feel like it is here mm-hmm. so okay. i must say you're from dallas and so pretty big pretty big town yep how was it moving to Lincoln? Obviously, only like three hundred thousand uh, here. How how was that adjustment? Man, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, so, my uh, sister, she had uh, her son when she was in college, uh, Umri, first son. And uh, so, I pretty much, I me, I just mess with my sister, tell her that I raised him and everything. But that's my sister, so I just mess with her sometimes. But Umri, that's my that was my young man. Uh, you know, he looked up to me and just. He was like one years old, I think, when I came out here. So it was kind of tough leaving mm-hmm. them. I ain't going to lie. I had to leave my family. We was uh, in Walmart buying my stuff. I uh, ended up going outside, and I ended up kind of – I ain't break down, but I was tearing up because it was like a new moment. You and broke everything. down. No. You broke down. I broke <laughs> down. Hey, it's okay. I broke okay. down. No, no, no. I'm going to get to that, though. But, uh, yeah, so I ended up breaking down at the stadium with my parents. They got in the van, and they kind of drove off away from me, and then I was just up there by myself. But – it was it was a all right adjustment mm-hmm. I could say you know it's just different moving from the south to the midwest so everything was good though. What what are some of the things you noticed between south and midwest? What's the biggest stuff you noticed? So you know first I was gonna be uh, food mm-hmm. and the people, uh, but up here it was kind of uh, like the food they eat cinnamon rolls with. Chili. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never had that. I, have you had that? 
I actually had it. I had uh, a friend. Uh, she had actually, her mom actually made it for me because I was talking. They heard she heard me talking down on it. I was like, "That's kind of <laughs> disgusting." Who eats sweets with chili? And she ended up making it for me. And I ain't gonna lie, it changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> change your mind real quick. Okay, yeah, it changed my mind on it real quick. And then like just the people up here, it's more friendly mm-hmm. and everything. Like you see somebody looking at you, you uh, look at them and they smile, ask you how you doing, but. Back at home, they be like, hell you looking at? Is <laughs> <laughs> on me? Do I know you? But, yeah, that's pretty much how it would be. Yeah, it's definitely friendlier here. The yeah. Midwest vibes, Midwest mm-hmm. nice, you know, the whole bit. What about you, Ty? Your recruiting process was I, – I knew about it. because Damien was here before me, but you weren't. I remember when you were getting recruited, it was a pretty big deal. <laughs> I know they – the coach, I think there was – five coaches or six coaches that went out there and like met your family and did that whole deal um yeah the whole the whole staff came out I mean, whole staff yeah i didn't even i didn't even know some of the staff and they came out to my <laughs> house and i mean we had a bunch of food and i don't know we just kind of had a big party uh i ended up committing that night too with uh coach frost and coach dawson and coach dawson lured me outside i i knew it was going down i knew it was about to happen and i, <laughs> and I was and i was ready uh and i knew when I saw the big man Frost come walking in my backyard. I was like, "Yep, here we go." <laughs> it's about life changing. It's about to change. Mm. So, um, what? Like, give us a little insight. What was that like? What were the conversations like? What convinced you? Because I know you had your pick. Yeah. So Nebraska was always like really number one uh, for me. I knew that was the school that everyone else had to beat. Just because mm. I mean, I got family ties here. Um, I knew that the great program, I mean, shoot, my, my uncle and uh, my side of the family that's still here still preach about the days, the old days back in, ni- back in the 90s. So, oh, yeah, we here, yeah. no doubt. Yep. So, I mean, just come out. Um, it was me and Doss. We were chilling by the fire, and we just got to talking about, like, you know, like, do you really want to come to the school? Because, I mean, they were my last home visit. I mean, this was, this was the Friday, I think, before early signing day. And so I wanted to make it a little special, and I I kept it. I kept my decision close to the vest. I didn't even tell my parents, my mom, that I was gonna commit that night. So uh, I knew Frost came out, and then he asked if I had any questions. I just said, "Yeah, like I want to come to school here." And I mean, we got up, big old man hug. Uh, then Dawson came over, gave me a hug, and. Coach G came out, and he's like, hey, I got a flight to catch. I'll catch uh, hopefully, I'll see you. And I told him, don't worry, I'll see you in six months. And I've never been more scared in my life. I think that's what makes me scared of Coach Austin <laughs> because this man looked me dead in the eye, no emotion, and grabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> this dude grabbed me and brought me in and hugged me so tight. And then Dawson came from the back. And, I mean, I'm squished in between these two massive dudes. Yeah, they are huge. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I just committed. Nobody else knows. We go inside. Everyone's in there. And we're watching the uh, thing, Husker Volleyball playing Illinois. I think this is the year they won the national championship. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, yeah. So, we're watching them play Illinois. I come in, and my mom goes, well, did anything happen? And I said that I committed, and I mean, everybody screaming and hollering. That's yeah, awesome. And I look over, my grandma's crying. I was like, oh, I, guess, I didn't realize this meant that much to you. but Yeah, it's a big moment. It's a big moment, honestly. And it's like, I don't know, in that process, you know how big of a decision it is? I didn't. Oh, I but truly didn't. I don't know. I, I kind of did, but I didn't realize the magnitude of it, I guess. Like, it, it is life-altering, you know? It kind of mm-hmm. changes your trajectory, how you end up yeah. or, you know, the friends you meet and then where you're going to end up after college, whether it's pros or something and, else. And another thing, too, uh, Coach Mario, he had already left. I mean, he was walking Freaking out. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> You love that guy. When I this is this this coach came in to my high school my junior year, the first time I'm seeing him, I'm going, who in the hell is this? <laughs> I, I'm looking at this five-foot-four dude. Professor-looking pro, dude. With the yeah. round glasses, the bushy eyebrows. I'm going, I, you know what? I actually might like this dude. But somebody goes, go get Verdusco. And so somebody runs it. And, I mean, this dude came sprinting back in the house and came and hugged me. And I, <laughs> I've never seen the man run before. I don't know if you have either. Oh, I have. Goofy. But <laughs> I, was, I, I was surprised that he made – I think he was down the street in his car already. So, But, yeah, that, that night was uh, life-changing definitely for me. Mm. Well, who came Who came second? Because it se- always seemed like you had Nebraska there at the forefront, obviously with the family ties and everything. 
Who came? Was there anyone close? Did anyone come close? Yeah, uh, Oregon was. Mm. I really loved Oregon. Uh, I loved Coach Salavea, Coach Mario. Uh, they recruited me really well. I built a really good relationship with them. So it was really hard for me to tell them that I didn't want to come to school there. It was easy for me to tell the other schools like USC and Stanford because I knew I didn't want to go there because mm-hmm. I knew I wouldn't fit in there. Mm. And they understood that. But having to let these guys know, I mean, it. I was I put it off to like the last minute because I just knew it was going to be a really hard conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's something that I feel like not a lot of people know about, but the calls after you commit, mm-hmm. you know, or the lack of calls or some of the coaches' reactions. I don't know if you have any funny stories, but – I've heard stories of coaches just pissed uh, that they didn't get the recruit. You know, like <laughs> you you give them a call and they're like, "What the fuck?" You know, why the hell are you, yep. you going there? Blah blah blah. Like they're all pissed and they put all this time and effort, whatever. But hey, you made a decision. You guys yep. got you got any good stories like that? Man, yeah, it's really not like not probably as good as Tiles or nothing. But it was like coaches that was hitting me up, like knowing that I was going to uh, be signing on ESPN and everything. They kind of tried to like text me like. Hey, uh, just thinking about you, man. We really hope you choose us. And then I would like the coaches that knew I probably thought I was coming. I like never texted them back. And like Coach Perella, coach who recruited me, he uh, like I like some like I recruited on my uh, official visit though in Nebraska, and uh, told him I was gonna sign on national television and like not say nothing about it. Mm. And um, so when I did that. It was kind of some coaches was heartbroken. I'm not gonna lie. They yeah. called. They didn't call me, but they called my father. And my father would tell me, and he was like, "Yeah, called man." They're like, "Coach so and so from so and so." You know, they, they 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 messed up, man. They messed up. I was like, "Oh shit!" It just feel bad for them and everything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's business. And that's really the way you have to look at it. Is it? It is a business. Yeah. I mean, you can't really let your emotion get into it because next thing you know, you. Got this transfer portal now, and now you got these mm-hmm. kids transferring every year, going yep. to a different school just because you chose it based off emotion. Of no doubt, yeah, you can't. It's got to be a business decision. You got to like the school for mm-hmm. the school, and and definitely there's got to be a, a list of things you like just outside of your emotion. I remember I had a buddy, thankfully a family friend, who created like a little Excel ch- sheet for me, and like I could score shit and uh, kind of rank teams in that way. And that was kind of huge to maybe put aside some of the emotion that comes with it. Because, I mean, it's life is about relationships, and you build yep. relationships, and that, that kind of tugs on you, you know, that, yeah. and that convinces you a lot. I know, obviously, you went through a coaching change, Double mm-hmm. D, and Ty, you did too. Because Coach Dawson, he went to the NFL, and then he came back. Yeah, no, I was uh, – he told me I was the first person that he told me before, even before his wife. So I felt – Oh, wow. I felt like – I really had. I that. hope his I, wife doesn't hear that. Yeah, I know. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, coach, but but no, he let me know, and I wasn't really sad because I knew I wanted to go to the school here, but I knew that. Well, for one, the dude was going to the NFL to yeah. go coach. I mean, pursue a dream. Who, who's gonna say? Who's gonna be mad at that, right? Yeah. yeah. But then I also kind of looked at it as well. Shoot, I do good here in the next three or four years. I got some. I got an in, and then he can start throwing my name around, and no doubt, yeah. hopefully, I can make it to the to the to the league like that. But. Thankfully, he came back, and I'm happy he's back. And mm. I'm happy to keep joking around with him and build that relationship. Yeah. What about you? How was your transition from, you know, previous staff to Coach Frost? Were there any worries? You know, there had to uh, be. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, you built that relationship with the coach that recruited you. And Coach Perella, I built, a, like, a bond with him, and it was a strong one. And then when we kind of knew, like, probably, like, second to last game that they, that they was from the clear house, it was kind of hard, and, like, you try not to process that, really. And then uh, when it came down to it, uh, it was an emotional day for everybody. And that's the thing, like, especially for my my class, really. Um, like, Coach Riley came in. He said his goodbyes and everything. And then we broke off to position groups. And Coach Perella, he ended up saying his goodbye. And that was, it was a pretty hard thing. He didn't want to leave. You, you can hear it in his voice, like, he didn't want to leave because, you know, he was a black shirt here back in the 90s. Mm. And, um yeah, so, like, he just held me and DT back. We was his recruits, and he pretty much told, told us how much he loved us. And, like, he just know that the dude they bringing in is going to get this thing turned around. And he said he uh, won nothing but the best for us. And, yeah, Coach Perella, he ended up uh, going to the Browns and everything. And now he's head coach at a high school. So, yeah. Okay. Was there any doubt in your mind that you weren't going to stay, or was it always I'm here to stay with the coaching change? 
I was uh I was actually going to stay with the coaching change. You know, uh, I talked to my pops about everything, and my pops, he, you know, he kind of keeps me grounded, and he does still does to this day. Um, I had talked to him, told him where my mom was at. Uh, I was telling him like. I love Nebraska, uh, but I just don't know how, how like, if the coaches uh, will mess, like, the new coaches will fuck with me the way mm-hmm. I would want them to, you know what I'm saying? And, like, when Coach Frost came in, he uh, we had ended up having one-on-one meetings with him, and it was pretty good. He was he pretty much told me, like, when he was at UCF, I'll be the type of guy that he would recruit. But he said he, he told me personally he didn't give me an offer because he didn't know if I was going to choose him because I had, another like, a lot of bigger mm-hmm. offers. Uh-huh. So uh, he's pretty much told me that the guy he's bringing in, which is Coach Dawson, uh, he said that he's pretty good at what he does, and he think that uh, he'll he can give me the right tools to get to the next level. And I trusted Coach Ross on that, and it was been, it's been it was a good year. My first ever collegiate career started under Coach Frost. Mm. So I was gonna say it seems like they're doing a pretty good job. I mean, yeah, you're killing it out there. It was mm. fun playing with you last uh, last season. Yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. And you know, Ty, vice versa, man. Touching on that a little bit, um, we have a lot of guys coming back on the defensive side. I'm pretty sure you guys have damn near the whole defensive line room coming back, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. So, what are your what are your feels on that? What are your thoughts on that? I'm I'm excited. I mean, not I'm for practice, but I'm excited <laughs> about the games. You know, I'll say that must be really fun. Yeah, no, I, I'd I'd say we're having a having a blast. Really, I mean. There's really nothing changed. Uh, all the same guys are still here. We're all just going to keep doing what, we're, we've, what we've been doing. Mm. And now we're taking the young guys under our under our wings. I mean, now we got Staley, who's officially the old man. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been the old man, I swear. Yeah, coming in for a sixth year. Uh, it's good to have DT back, too, yep. uh, coming off the injury last season. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the room is going to be healthy. The room is going to be good, and I feel like this this season is going to be really productive for us. Yeah, like what what kind of impact are you guys trying to make? You know, where are you trying to improve? You know, from last man. year to this year. So man, so you know, last year we was probably one of the top run uh, rush defenses in the country, and that was a big milestone for us as a defensive line. And uh, yeah. some, somewhere we're trying to improve on is our pass rush. Mm. You know, me being a big dude, uh, you know, I know for a fact that I'm probably going to be coming off the field on third, third and longs. And, you know, they'll probably, like, keep Ty and Ben still in the game. They'll bring DTN or something. Um, but, like, me personally, I've been working on trying to get uh, my weight uh, at a consistent at a consistent level where I can play at and it's comfortable for me. And I'll uh, – me personally, I want to improve on my pass rushing as well. You know, uh, seeing like Ty, Ben Stilley, DeAndre Thomas, and uh, Casey, um, them pass rushing, and then they hitting everybody with their different moves. Uh, you know, they really, they really got their own personal moves. And me, I just yeah. bull rush yeah. and just take up. <laughs> but room. you got your flavor yeah. to it though. You yeah. got your spice. <laughs> yeah. you got yeah. a little spice, spice to it. So yeah. playing from the middle, mm-hmm. let's let's get into a little football talk. You probably see a lot of double teams, right? Yep. What is that like? Um, how do you know when those are coming, or how do you know maybe you get a one-on-one, or maybe you get a one-on-one with the center? Or what's kind of talk me through that? So first off, it's all about my get off. So, uh, but before I go through my uh, my pre-snap procedures, I. Uh, uh oh! Oh! Pre-snap Pre-snap! I get the play. <laughs> I get the play uh, from the sideline. And um, I look at the surfaces and uh, surfaces and backs, and um, right after that, I uh, put myself in the mode. And going from there, uh, you can hear uh, like the. It depends on what offensive line we play. They they communicate a lot up front, so you can hear them say slip. Uh, yeah, yeah they double. Yeah, they pretty much tell us. They give us answers to the what test. About, what about like opposing teams do that? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's, oh, wow. there's a lot of communication on the offensive mm-hmm. line. People have to know, and then you start picking up on that throughout the game. Or yep. is it something you kind of key in on from the, like the start? You kind of okay. I I have an idea of what that's supposed to mean. Yeah, we get it kind of from the start. Uh, so like once they start communi- communicating, uh, yeah, you just get, pick it up right then and there. So yeah. you be like, all right, bet. He just said slip, so I need to play it this way. I need to be in this position. I need to have my hand right here, mm. and I need to press with this hand. So, like, you know how to defeat those defeat those blocks and everything. They say slip, so, you know, you're coming right off his ass, and you gonna, and that's probably going to be either TFL or you're going to make the ball cut back uh, to a defensive end uh, or a linebacker. Yeah. So, yeah, they pretty much just give us the answer to the test. Mm. I'd also like to add that I think Coach T has done a really good job with, like, 
teaching us like uh, what the play is going to be or like an idea of what the play is going to be before the ball is going to yeah. even snap, just based off of their alignment, their formation. Yeah, kind of predicting that way, yep. down and distance, mm-hmm. alignment, yeah. formation, whatever yep. it may be. Maybe the backfield, where the running back's at, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you right. know, like if the back's to you, and I mean, they got a wing set to the other side, you know the ball's not coming to you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like you know you're going to either get cut out by that by that tackle or they're going to try and scoop block you up to the linebacker, and so you know that you're going to just have to fight pressure to that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. So I, I really give a lot of thanks and appreciation to Coach T for, for really teaching us uh, just just that. Yeah, just the IQ level and everything of ball. Like, you just change your whole perspective of how you look at everything. For so, sure. Yeah. And that and that jumps from high school, right? Yeah. You know, like, it's night and day, at least in my opinion. I mean, high school, you're kind of like the guy. It's it's mm-hmm. not as difficult that way. You might not have to think about that many things in, in that um, sort of light. But college, it's like a whole new level of just detail, you know, Top down. If you miss out on one thing, then maybe yeah. that's a play they break a thirty yard run. Yeah, in high school, I used to just get down and play. I get the I get the <laughs> call from the sideline, just get down and play and, and try to make the play. I didn't really know what was going on. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I didn't really know much. Oh, and even I would guess the terminology too just gets a lot more complicated and just all that stuff too. Yep. Well, I'm curious about the offensive lines around the Big Ten. Is there any that? smack talks up there or is there anyone that does that uh known for that i don't know we had the dude from penn state with colin and then we had uh Uh, colin so colin miller (laughs) (laughs) there's no way he's gonna hear this but the guy liked to talk smack me and him would go back and forth in practice all the time (laughs) so i could definitely see him just talking smack to everybody but yeah uh i don't know it was it's like Office, the whole offensive lines really don't talk unless they really like that, you know what I'm saying? But one I can say that's like that, and they he he talked he talked his talk and he backed it up. I gotta say, uh, Illinois Kendrick Green, mm. yeah, KG, uh, you know he in my fraternity and everything, so I gotta oh, give a shout out to the bros. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, KG, uh, he was drafted in the fourth round, if I'm not mistaken, to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and hopefully he's going to be taking that uh, starting spot uh, since Pouncey retired. Um, but, yeah, you know, he's a good matchup and everything. But, yeah, that man right there is probably the one of probably the only offensive line I played against that talked the talk in Kowalton. What about, like, the best player you've ever played mm, against? Yeah. That's a, that is a, something we ask every person, in your opinion, you know, in college, who's, who's the best guy? Tyler, uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Wisconsin center who got drafted to the uh, to the Cowboys. What, in third what, was round. he a first round or third round? Uh, third round. Okay, third round. I think mine has to be Jonathan Taylor because that dude mm. absolutely ran me over my freshman year mm. in the Wisconsin game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude ran me over. Hit you different. Yes, oh, and I I understood at that time that. This is gonna hurt. <laughs> like this is different. Yeah, this is different. Yeah, I think people don't realize the kind of depth of talent that goes into the draft. That like a dude who's drafted in the fifth round in college, like that guy was a stud. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that guy was a beast. And if he was as offensive line, especially, almost, I feel like some of those guys are undervalued. Like they're either drafted in the first round or they're, you know, like Jaime was a stud for us. Uh-huh. He got drafted in the sixth round, you know, and mm-hmm. he's gonna make the roster. He's gonna. But I think it's because teams know league. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they just know that they need to get the the skill players first because they know the offensive lineman will still be there. Maybe I don't know if it's different for that, but mm. that's just kind of what I notice. Yeah. So Jonathan Taylor and then Tyler. Tyler B B I B I B I S. His last name got a Z. Okay. So like it got a, it got a Z <laughs> at the very names. end. Yeah. It's so, one of those names I got you. Yeah. So yeah. let's jump jump back to the D line room. Line group. Let's let's hear some stories. I want to know who you thinking down the most big nights. We asked this to Cam. He said Ethan Piper. I'm I'm seeing some finger pointing at Double D. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for me. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I feel like Rue could. Yeah, I think probably Rue Quan or Jalen or somebody. Jalen definitely. Yeah, Jalen Weaver. Is he the new freshman? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> new freshman. How big is that dude? He is six nine and. 380 pounds. Holy cow. And 289 pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> so, yeah, y'all do the math right there. Let's <laughs> tell everything for y'all. Dude is an absolute. You want to talk about unit. He's yeah. a unit. He's a unit. You think he's got some potential, though? He has potential. Yeah. We were doing I've drills. seen him move, bro. Man. He can't, he's moved pretty decent for 
that much size, and he's only going to, I'm assume. I mean, I know they've been on him about cutting weight, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. He, uh, I say he'll probably drop 40 pounds, and he'll be 340. And you look, y'all looking at like a All-American for a couple years here in Nebraska. Really? I feel like, mm. yeah. Dude's going to mess people up. I promise you that. Mm. Like, when you come in and just look at him, and then you ask him, how did you, did you play in a textile defense in high school? He was like, no. And then he ended up telling us his coaches just told him to get up and go. <laughs> <laughs> that might yeah. be a little learning curve for him. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah right there. on the size. Yeah. But everything else, everything, he's coming along. You know, he's uh, been lifting with us and been conditioning with us, you know. But, yeah, he's coming along. He's pretty much taking everything we give him about knowledge, about, the, about ball and everything. And I just – it's just like the, the ceiling – Sky is the limit for him, really. For sure, yeah. What about the weight room? Who's throwing up some of the biggest numbers? I want to know on the squat bar. Is it Nash? Well, uh, Nash, of course. Of course. Of course. Nash, Nash is a tank, isn't he? Of course, yes. Nash, Nash, Nash does, I don't even know, what, like 365 hand clean, like it's nothing. Yeah. It just looks like perfect form. It just dialed in. Yeah. Big but, Nash, yeah. That's my little, uh, That's I ain't going to say, <laughs> that's my lifting partner, I can say. But, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, oh no, say it. Come on. That's nah, that's my lifting partner, I can say. But, uh, we was talking, and I, uh, who, who was it? Somebody came in there, they was like, uh, who you, who, who lift with you and stuff like that. I'm like, I can't really say that I, they lift with me. I'm trying to keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Big Nash, probably like, if not the strongest person on the team mm. by far. I say, Colton Fee is too. Colton's been been with me and Djax. So and oh, I mean, yeah, I dude, forget. D, is Djax? Like, he's an outside <laughs> linebacker, mm-hmm. but he's like he does his own thing. He does. He's, with, he's thing. with Duval. He's, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all he's <laughs> a tank as well. Good grief, that dude's built different. If there's yeah. a guy in our team that's built different, he started a Twitch stream. So just FYI, yeah, all plug you people, Djax Twitch stream. I have no idea what the. Tonight's his first night. I say, yeah, I thought it was. I saw that tweet. Yeah, it's tonight. Yeah, yeah. tonight's his Dude, first. He's got night. a brand now. I mean, go support. You'd love military, to see it, man. Go yeah. support a freaking doc. Yeah, if that's what you want to call him, I think he's more than that. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, at first I was kind of intimidated and scared of him, but I've kind of become. Yeah. Really close he's friends. A really, he's really. a really good dude. Yeah, he's a really really good. Yeah, dude. his Twitch stream is D underscore Jackson thirty eight. Mm. Twitch TV. That's a plug right there. Well, go check him out. Go check him out. So, hop into something new. Um, what was it like playing with your brother? He grad transferred to Nebraska. I loved him. He brought great energy. Um, uh, I did notice a little bit of a change in Double D that I won't mention on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> he's heard me say it before, but you know what? No, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say, say it, it feel t- Yeah, come on. So, there's some things that go on in the locker room. I don't want this to sound worse than it is, but. He's <laughs> 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 shaking. Double D, he be acting fruity in there, dude. He, just, yeah, he, oh, acts, fru- he acts fruity in the locker room, all right? He acts a little fruity in there. Um, oh, no. Guys know not to mess with him. This may or may not make the cut, but it has to be mentioned. <laughs> when his older brother showed up, this dude was an arrow, straight arrow. Stop messing with dudes. No fruit takery at all. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't about it. So let's let's talk about it. Man, so, yeah, you know, big bro, um, so it was kind of it's it's crazy story, man. Uh, me and my brother, we uh, transferred from Red Oak to Bishop Dunn, uh, it's a private school in Dallas. Um, coming in, they was uh, going three. They was going like three and nine every season, and then when we got there, we, me, my brother, and then a couple of uh, some other kids from different high schools in the country, uh, not country, but the state. They came in. We all came in together to get an education. And we end up flipping, turning the program around. Getting education. Yep. That's and what it was about. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> it was about that education, that but private yeah, school man. education. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, my brother, we uh, I started varsity since I was a freshman in high school. And I played guard. I played guard, and I played, like, I backed my brother up on, like, a defensive tackle. Okay. And my brother, he was starting uh, tackle, and he was starting nose guard, too. So uh, my brother, he's always been a leader and everything, and I kind of, you know, I always looked up to my brother. Sure. And um, the years, my sophomore year, when we was, uh, we this is our year we won the state championship. Uh, I ended up missing that whole season because I uh, t- I tore my patella tendon. Okay. 
and uh, it was like right before fall camp started and everything. And I was pretty much robbed for that that year to have my brother. And yeah. so I think my brother he ended up messing up his finger and he ended up missing his whole uh, season. Uh, his senior would have been his senior season at Oklahoma State, yeah. and um, he was pretty much down and everything. I call him and talk him and uh, talk to him. And I used to mess with him. I'm like, hey, man, you know you come over here and uh, come turn up your last year with me if you're done for the season and everything. And my brother was like, nah, I think I'm good where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. And I'm like, all right, D. So we left it at that. And, like, I never thought anything of it. And then until, like, towards the end of the year was winding down, he was like, hey, you still got that off on the table? And I was like, what? And then he was like, you trying to uh, get that last year with me? I'm like, Hell yeah, I'm trying to get that last year with you. What's up? I'm like, shit, we was, I was robbing my uh, sophomore year uh, to play with you. And this is kind of crazy because it was his senior year uh, yeah. when I was, we was in high school. And now it's his senior year in college, my sophomore year on the field and everything. So we ended up getting that year back. And I just want to say it was a blessing because it's, um, it's not a lot of people that can say that they played high school football and college football with your brother. And, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Big I time college football with your brother doesn't get better than that. Yeah, and and then he goes on to the league. He's still in the league, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, was uh, San Francisco 49ers. He got yep. uh, moved up to the active roster. Uh, like that. Uh, third, third to last game of last year, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, he got That's moved awesome, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember he came in and he became a captain right away. Yeah. He's just that type of dude, yeah. you know, that type of dude. Yeah, and I just want to just thank God for him and everything because mm-hmm. without him – there won't be no deep boogie, really. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. Big time influence. What about you uh, and your brother? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. No, I got a brother here. Yeah, no, I'm the, I'm in that position to be the older brother. So, yep. yeah, he's a walk on here. Uh, he's actually a wide receiver, so I know you'll be looking out for him on the yeah, offensive side right. of the ball. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, he's gonna try and earn his way to a scholarship and. He's been. Uh, I try to. I try to hype him up a little bit in the weight room to the to the strength uh, strength staff. Uh, I think they really like him a lot. So yeah, our journey's just beginning, and your journey is coming to an end. Oh <laughs> man, don't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Damian Daniels and Ty Robinson with us here on Athletes Unfiltered. We'll take a break. We'll go to Tweets Unfiltered. Get ready. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Stay with us. Here we are. Tweets unfiltered. The best part of the show. Damian Daniels and Ty Robinson with us here on Athletes Unfiltered. And not a lot of tweets from these guys in terms of bad ones, which isn't a bad thing at all. Yeah, you know, we don't really want to find bad tweets, but I was a little disappointed. Um, (laughs) There is one from Damian that I feel like needs to be acknowledged. It's kind of funny. No, it wasn't. It wasn't funny. It wasn't (laughs) funny at all. If you want want to touch on that. Uh, I don't know. It's probably like. I think I uh, put out – I think I did an interview around spring ball, if I recall, and I was looking at the article. I think Sean Callahan wrote it and pretty much talking about how much weight I lost, how good I look and everything. And I just remember – I can't find the tweet right now, but I just remember uh, one one fan, he kind of wrote, damn, it took him four years to get his body right. And (laughs) I just remember that, and it kind of made me laugh a little bit, but – progress man yeah it's just progress all you need to know motivation motivation exactly (laughs) anything else that strikes you guys out like you said ty earlier you're not really on social media ton no i mean not like i'm the only time i like really started posting was when open doors came Mm -hmm. and they they explained to us like how to like what we should be doing and you know i was like you know might as well because i think of that as like another business as social media because i mean you get money off of it from doing ads you get you gain the followers, you gain more money. So, one thing that does irk me though is that uh, I don't know. You be you'll see like a Nebraska post or something, and you got like all the trolls in the in the comments, like saying like win a game or another <laughs> yeah. four four and eight season. You just like you don't know you don't understand what goes behind closed doors. Like you're just saying that. Like you don't understand the hard work that we put in there all every day. Um, 
and that the time that we sacrifice to come watch film and spend extra time in the in the uh, oh shoot now blank like with the trainers and even in the weight room. So I don't know that irks me sometimes that these fans would say it over to uh, over social media, but they come up to you in person and they they're gonna act like the biggest fan ever, the biggest Nebraska fan ever. So I don't know it's kind of two faced to me. Mm. And it's funny too because those trolls like think it's coming directly from the players or coaches or whatever, not the social team at Nebraska or whatnot. Yeah. They think it's coming directly from the players or coaches yeah, or whatnot. The, the Nebraska posts and then people like talking shit underneath that is probably the yeah. hey, right? we, if you say something on my post it's like, all right bro, I get it, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> the, 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 like Coming after our creative team, like come on, yeah. bro, they're just doing their job. Yeah, doing their job. Yeah, they, I, like a lot of them will be like sick edit, but we'll still be a losing football. Like, <laughs> like yeah. what? That has nothing to do. Like, our what do you creative- want me to do, bro? You want me to not post? <laughs> <laughs> just be totally social media silent the entire time. Hey, we got silent. those fans though that that do clap back in the in the comment section. Dude, there's a lot of defenders yeah. out there, which I can appreciate. You know, some people take it really seriously. Like yep. I saw. So, you know the recent video of Cam Taylor chucking that football? I don't know if you saw it. Like, yeah. The dude has a cannon. I think I mentioned it before, but the guy can just literally walk in, like walk on the field and throw it 80 yards without warming up, <laughs> without doing anything. Like He's just he's just like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, someone commented like and tagged me like at Martinez QB with the eyeball emoji. And someone else was like, what the fuck, dude? Like... <laughs> Clapping back at him so hard, and I'm like, oh jeez, like these guys are about to get in a fight. In my my mentions, like, please leave me out of my, please leave me out of it. And then they're like, dude, it was just a joke. He's like, obviously wasn't a joke. Like Martinez is probably not laughing at that. And I'm like, bro, it's not that deep. It's You're right. Deep. I'm not laughing, but at the yeah. same time, yeah. But like, yeah. came as a cannon, and let's show it off. Why not? Like I'm, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, what, what does that matter? But some yeah. people. Just getting after it. They're freaking Twitter warriors. Twitter warriors. Twitter fingers. Let's let's talk a little bit about a little bit about gaming. Yeah, we got I, some yeah, social media. Yeah. You know, a little bit about the the Twitch stream earlier. You were talking about some, I don't even know, streamers or whatever. You guys are both kind of gamers. Yep. Double D, yep. little Madden action. Ty, a little, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Apex. Um, would you say that's like your favorite hobby? Yeah, and if I had to say, I'd spend like I said, if I'm not working out or I'm not playing football or watching film, I'm I'm playing some type of video game, whether it's on my phone, so, you know, screw school, you know, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, hey, we're yeah. in the same <laughs> clan, dude. We're in the same Clash Royale clan. Yeah, and we're about to win this clan war. We I'm are about you. to win this clan war. <laughs> I'm telling Damn you, straight. What do you mean by clan war? <laughs> 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 I was unfiltered by Double D right there. <laughs> Let's talk about Madden. I want to talk about Madden because it, it, it pisses me off, man. It pisses me off because it's not realistic. How do you deal with that? You play as a D-line or you go play linebacker? What's your strat? Man, my uh, strategy, I play uh, – first off, I play with the Buffalo Bills, so mm. – uh, that's my team. Uh, it used to be the Cowboys, but they what? end up. The yeah. Bills are your team? Josh hey. Allen's got a cannon. I, I like the Bills, yeah. but why? I, I thought you were they defense Dallas, yeah. dude. I, you know I, I, I was. <laughs> see, look, that's the thing. 20, I could play with the Dallas. I could play with the Rams. But it is something about when I, when I put on 21, I just play with the uh, – Buffalo Bills, because I like their defense. I like their defenses. But yeah, I play with the linebacker. Uh, kind of just, I just kind of move around with him. I mm. kind of put everybody in man coverage, and you know. <sighs> I would work in Madden. That's what I'm hearing. That's what right you now. think? Yeah, that's right. That's no, right. I, no, I'll change it up. I'll change it up. I thought that was nice because my yeah. roommates won't even play me no more in Madden, and I thought that was mm. nice. But playing yeah. against him, this dude whooped me by what, two touchdowns? Yeah. Three, but yeah. Three. Twenty one. Twenty one. Do you twenty one? No, piece? Don't, no don't I ain't no twenty one. P. I'm just talking. But uh, yeah, Ty. Yeah, I be Ty, and you can ask <laughs> Carlos, Khalil, DT. Yeah, Carlos, ask any of those guys, man. Yeah, they know, but they don't even want to play me no more. You so. still game with them at all? You still like keeping contact with those dudes? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. We uh, were just out there in Ogallala uh, for the Fourth of July and everything, kicking mm. it. 
And I ran the house. I ain't gonna lie, Khalil, he got one win over me. But mm. just so I know lucky it's stung, man, yeah. you know. I know it's stung. It's stung. Your pride bad. was hurt. <laughs> yeah. Even a blind squirrel catches it not every once in a while, you know. So I mean I, I just use the defensive line. I just yeah. I just stick with what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I try to use a linebacker and next thing you know it's a touchdown. So oh, I, don't even, I don't even try using the linebacker. It's like that, huh? <laughs> so What about you guys play NCAA at all? Oh yeah. Growing up like dude, yes. that was my that's all me and my buddies played in high school. Exactly. Yeah. Before, go, like in, at lunch, we just go back to one of my buddies' house and just play NCAA. Like after school, NCAA. That's all we would do. Yeah, man. Before Madden, before everybody's jumped on Madden, I ain't gonna lie. It had to be NCAA. NCAA was it. And then, like to this day, actually, um, my freshman, yeah, my freshman, we was in the suites. That's all we played. Like oh, every Madden that came out, we was up there playing NCAA fourteen. And just like just updating the rosters and everything, and just playing like that. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, updating the rosters back. was cool. That yeah, was cool. What, they're coming out with a new one, right? Yep. Isn't that a I thing? But so. they're not going to do it's player like, names, or they're just going to do like team logos or something. Yeah, they got revealed. I think it's like 2023. I think it's when it's supposed to come out. <laughs> oh, but oh, that sucks. The thing is, obviously, with NIL passing. They're gonna have to do some type of deal, possibly yeah. with players or something. I, I'm not exactly what sure. I, that's I, their, that's their problem to figure out. But yeah, one of my high school coaches played at Cal. He was a fullback, and he said he got 40 cents in the mail from NCAA 14 because he was in the game. Like they had to compensate all the players. Oh my, that's just, that's just disrespectful. 40 cents. Like, this stamp costs more than that. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do with freaking four dimes? No, no. you're not supposed to do jack with that, bro. But no, it's a it was the shit. I mean, it, it really was. Like I yeah. still play it. When we go back home, like my buddies, we play NCAA. That's oh. what we do. Yeah, maybe NCAA. make a little player on there, update the rosters. No, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on the creative players now. Oh, the the <laughs> legacy, the man, what, what legacies? I pick. Uh, even on the earlier NCAA, I used to create a player and just put them on my favorite team. I used to play with Texas Tech. Hmm. Uh, Cause they just they red and black. So I used yeah. to spat my my running back up, my quarterback, my offensive yeah, line. Get them, all, get them all right. Yeah, I used to get Wearing everybody dark exactly yeah. the whole team, and then my offensive line blocking their running would be ninety nine. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I'd make the whole team like jacked. Like they're exactly. just way op. Just screens and everything. Just fastest receiver. Yeah, NCAA was that was the time back then. Man. I didn't really play NCAA just because I didn't get to gaming. My my family wouldn't let me game for like I don't even know until I got really? like to middle school. So yeah. we were an outside family. <laughs> Bro, my my dad, I'll never forget this. I don't know. I was in like the fifth grade, maybe fourth grade. I wanted to get Xbox Live mm-hmm. so I could play with mm-hmm. my buddies. He's like, No, I'm not putting my credit card information in there. Like, like dad, dude, like. <laughs> We're in a new age right now. <laughs> just trust it. This isn't like some spoof thing. Like, come on, all it's like it's like thirty bucks. Play online with my homies. He's like, no, no, you're not. And I couldn't play gun games. Yeah. So now, like, I'm just trash. Like, all my buddies are playing Call of Duty and stuff, and I try and hop on, and I'm just getting shredded out there. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun to suck. That's another one. Uh, but, I mean, it, it does happen yeah. though. I mean, it happened to it happened to my brother, and he has a he was a PlayStation, so I'm an Xbox guy. So mm. big Xbox rival, guy. Yep. rival. So I, I explained that that's why the PlayStation sucks because it's ha- it happened twice that he got his account got hacked and oh, my, really people were spending my mom's money the <laughs> card that was on the PlayStation. <laughs> no way. And my mom's Man. like yelling at my brother like, "Why are you buying all this stuff?" And he's like, "I'm not. <laughs> it's not me." <laughs> And she's not believing him, and then they find she finally believes him and gets a card and gets a new card. So, damn, I mean, it definitely does happen. That's tough. Well, I stand corrected, I guess. <laughs> that Xbox 360 era was something else. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, you hear stuff about the the chats and yeah, like that. <laughs> like, yeah. time to be alive. Yeah, to Black Ops it. Two lobby. I mean, <laughs> that was like an insane time, bro. Like <laughs> <laughs> things you would hear oh. would not would not go over well today. No, uh, isn't it still kind of like that though? Like people are just crazy on the mic. I know my roommate Brody got su- suspended for like three days because he said some shit in the chat. So get shit on <laughs> <laughs> some little kid. Yeah, that's your trash. That's get definitely trash. me though. I'm, Dog water. I'm definitely gonna let you know if I just you know 
shit on your whole team, I'm definitely gonna let you know. I have to. That there's no other way. There's no other way. You gotta. You gotta. What you say to me earlier? Assert your dominance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But he's <laughs> got Ty Week over there. It was a thing from uh, skills and drills today. <laughs> <laughs> skills and drills. Yeah, Let's shout t- out Ruquan. Ruquan, but <laughs> Ruquan. <laughs> shout out. I hope, I hope Come on, give me a little insight. I want to laugh. I don't know. Nah, what nah, that's <laughs> what goes on in the D line room. Stays in the D line room. Oh, just that know, sounds like Ruquan's Ru- t- basket Ru- stuff again. Ruquan's strong, like net raw, raw strength. Ruquan, yeah. yeah. Where's he from? He's from Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Yep. See, is he is he still doing like computer engineering or whatever? I remember. So like everybody, little inside here. <laughs> that like computer engineering. He was at first. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing now. He might still be on it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I got a head shake. I don't know. But anyways, when the new enrollees or the new freshmen, whatever, when they first get here, big team meeting, they have to come introduce themselves, say their name, high school, major, whatever, and you know a lot of these dudes get up there and they're like, you know. I'm business accounting like computer engineering you check in with them a year later like yeah i'm doing doing something else <laughs> like basket weaving or something <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing underwater basket weaving it's actually going really good you know <laughs> job potentials it's a huge market now you know yeah <laughs> what do you so what are you guys studying both of you i studied uh i actually got my uh my degree in Communication. I got a minor in criminal justice. Mm. So, so yeah. you graduated already? Yeah, and I'm uh, in the applied science uh, mm. for my master's, working nice. towards that. So nice. don't. Yes, sir. I am uh, nutritional health sciences, but going a pre med route. So it's not really more to do with like nutrition and diets and stuff. It's just like a easy easy path to help me balance with football, mm-hmm. with classes and stuff when they're available. Yeah. To go into. To apply to the medical school. So, what do you want to do exactly? So, I want to be a pediatric doctor. So, I, I I love kids, and I want I knew I wanted to do something in the medical field. I wanted to be. So, my mom, she's an equine vet. She's so she's a veterinarian. So, I've been around animals my whole life. Yeah. And that's what I thought I wanted to do. Till one day, she's has me trying to do something on a dog, and my dog tries biting me, and I jump back 10 feet, and she goes, I, I don't think animals are for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you got some experience early on, so you kind of got to figure out that wasn't for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, but for some reason, I don't know why. I just have a good time with kids. Kids love me for some reason. I don't know why either. I don't know. This is something that I really wanted to do, and I knew I wanted to go to medical. So mm. That must be a lot, balancing all that. Because I think I, I read an article that Journal started on you yeah, a little bit ago. You have 18 credit hours. Yeah, that was not my smartest move last <laughs> semester. Uh, Dude, I was well, in 18. Semester. I was in 18 for the spring. You were in 18 for the fall. Yeah. Oh, good wow. Lord. That's yeah. tough. I was, this, I was ready to do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that 18, that was uh, the year you played, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was just his last season. Yeah, I took 18 my freshman year when I reassured it, and – yeah, it, it actually helped benefited me. That's like uh, that's why I graduated in three years. Mm. But yeah, plan and taking eighteen credit hours. Yeah, to <laughs> salute you, bro. Cause well, yeah. it definitely helped me yeah. because now I'm I'm really close to being in class ahead. So mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. that's awesome. It really helped me. Yep. I got through. Oh. I, like I got through the that. struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I really for got. Sure. I think I finished with like a three GPA. You know, you know those medals they give out that Dennis gave. Out. Oh yeah, like, mm-hmm. I got like a little little bronze one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So. It wasn't bad, but I just remember I'm more of a like a anatomy, like biology. That's my type of class, and yeah. chemistry is not it for me. I, I hate chemistry with a passion, and I'm not afraid to <laughs> let people know that. Because what's your experience with chemistry, Diva? Man, I came in here. Uh, I ended up changing my major as well. Uh, I came in wanting to do kinesiology, <laughs> and then right that first coming up, uh, we was talking about the. Uh, schedule and that mother said I had three chemistry classes or something and they were like two labs or something I was like and then I just had flashbacks from high school <laughs> hey, chem, like, chem labs are no joke do it chem, <laughs> chem labs are no joke because they don't let you sit and yep. they're three hours long they don't let you sit no it's a it's a safety hazard apparently and don't you have to wear pants I'll never forget Will Farniak walking around in sweats yeah you gotta wear pants <laughs> and, <laughs> and, pants and the- closed toe shoes Oh, yep. man. Yep. So, 
chem lab, they don't let you sit. I think that's why I like biology so much better because I got to sit down after a metabolic workout. <laughs> yeah, dude. A grinder of a workout and you just stand for three hours? Yep. Yeah. You they're... couldn't. Couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. But yeah, so right, actually right now I'm in the second five weeks for the summer. I'm taking Ochem 2 mm. with uh, Jergs and yeah. and Jacob Herbeck and, and Phelan. Mm. We're, we're going through the grind and the struggle together. So I don't know how that's going to work with fall camp. Yeah. Is, is it going to overlap a little bit? Damn. That's yes, going to be yeah, fun I, for I you. Took my, I took an eight-week uh, like strategies class to start my master's program this summer. And luckily, I'm done with it. This is the first week I'm done. It's a great feeling. Oh, yeah. Screw doing school during fall camp. Uh, love school, but but fall camp is my favorite because it's like I only get to focus on football. You know what I mean? Like yeah. spring ball, you got school still. You're oh. doing full pad of practices all the time. Yep. Like. Fall camp, like the season's right around the corner. At least I have that. In the spring, it's we're just out here. You know, we're out here doing this. We're putting in work, but I got to go to class freaking two hours later and do all this other shit. Got to do homework. You don't have to worry about that in fall camp. Yeah, it makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get through it. Oh, I know I will. I mean, I won't. There's no way I let myself fail. But mm. it's. Uh, there's one way or another because <laughs> with that with that chem 110 I took during the season I there was a make or break test that I had that if I didn't pass it I was yeah, there was no point in me finishing the or, class yeah and I had I had passed it by like only a few points of what I needed so each each test I mean I ended up with I remember one time when we were in the, the hotel <laughs> I took I took my chem like my last chem test before the final and I looked, and I looked myself in the mirror, and I, I raised my arms up, and I kid you not, my sweat stains from the test were all the way down to the end of the shirt. Jeez, like, that's how nervous. That's how yeah. nervous I was. I yeah. was just freaking out during the whole test. I'm going through these questions. I'm like, I don't even know what half this stuff is. I don't remember you talking about this. Yeah, is that one of those type of classes where everyone's got like a sixty percent, but they round the whole class up to like? <laughs> 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 Dude, I swear those classes. Those classes are out there like, man, they're not going to change the curriculum. We're just going to, you know what, guys, it's okay. Y'all got Ds. The Ds go to As and the Fs <laughs> go to Bs, you know? Yeah, there were a few like that. But, I mean, I was I was struggling because I, like, I went through with Garrett Snodgrass, and he kept killing it. And I was like, what is this dude doing that I'm not? I'm putting in this extra time to study. And he just understood it, and I didn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was It was a struggle. Adrian, you probably have experience with that. Finance, I hear, is a big thing with that. Yeah, finance actually went really well for me. Oh, good. And I took it in the summer, and it was, uh, I believe I took it in the three-week. So mm. I, that's a class every day, three hours a day. Yep. And it was a complete grind. But I was like, hey, I got to be dialed for three weeks, and that's it. Focus, learn everything I can, one thing I got to do, and I think having that helped me a ton, mm-hmm. you know? And so I actually did really well, thankfully. How did, how did you stay engaged for the three hours? Well, that's my question, because that's what I, I have, like, an hour to two-hour class and then recitation after, so. I mean, the big thing is, like, staying dialed as long as I can, but regardless, I'm taking notes the whole time. So, like, all right, maybe I'm not completely focused and retaining it, but I'm putting it down, and that's doing something, and then I can go back and look at it, and maybe I'm, it's like I heard it, wrote it down, read it again, all right, I kind of understand it, even if I wasn't completely engaged. But I was on some different shit that <laughs> summer. So, like, I did finance. I did one of my upper-level econ classes to, like, fulfill my minor. And I think I did um, accounting 202 or something like that. Like, I was taking some hard yeah, classes. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard accounting is really hard. Accounting 201 is definitely worse than accounting 202. Um, 201 is, like, almost like a weeding out type of class. You know, it's yeah. it's difficult and people don't want to be business majors. And then if you don't stick it out, it's like it gets a lot of people out of the major. You know, we'll just have to ask Tate about it when uh, he opts on a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I, I found a way. There you go. I'm just over here taking these easy journalism <laughs> classes here at the J School. <laughs> just like Tate over here. <laughs> Former business major, one of the many. <laughs> Big take, young. Was it accounting that did it for you? <laughs> <laughs> so you understand my pain, then. No, 
Yeah. It's not easy. It's not. So I salute all the college athletes because school's not hard. Or school's hard when... Huh? (laughs) 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 School's hard trying to balance it with whatever you got. Yeah, dude. It's a lot of commitment because football is like a job at the collegiate level. It really is as far as the time commitment. I mean, you're lifting and the amount of brain power, like the focus you have to put into it. And then whatever you have left, it's like... We got to find a way to get this shit done in the classroom. Exactly. Yeah, and then you got to go study at late at and night. You got to go study late, you know, and then it's like, oh, my body's aching. Oh, what, what about the game plan? What about mm-hmm. this dude I'm going against? What about this? What about that? Like, you got to find a way to really prioritize your time. And it's tough. And especially if you're a younger guy, like playing early, like fi- figuring that like sweet spot out is not easy. And that's the thing, too. Like, like uh, me when I came in, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was low key happy I redshirted because it helped me get the college life down mm-hmm. and trying to uh, pretty much juggle playing college ball at, at a high level and going to class every day and studying and kind of helping me set my schedule up and it kind of made it easier to uh, the year I played because I was actually better going through fall camp and taking uh, classes for both five weeks uh, my first year playing. And going to the season just made everything easier just because I knew how to do things, what time to do it, and what time I need to be in bed and, like, how I function things. So, mm. yeah, so everybody who's saying that they don't feel like redshirting, I, like, try not to, but it's not it's not the end of the world. Just put For it sure, yeah. Yeah, it, could be, it definitely could be beneficial. Yeah. Damien Daniels, Ty Robinson with us here on Athletes Unfiltered. Episode number five, guys. Appreciate you coming on. That was fun. Hey, man. Thank y'all for having us. Yeah, thank you. Make sure to follow the podcast at ATH Unfiltered and follow us at Nate Martinez, the QB, and at X on Sports. From Adrian Martinez, I have been your host, Jeff Ekstrom. And remember, this is a podcast made by the athlete for the fan. We'll see you next time.